It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. And today, once again, I am pleased and honored to welcome Benjamin Hall. Of course, you remember Benjamin, his incredible book, one of the best books that I have read. I've told so many people about this book, uh, this journey, the, the trauma and the triumph, an absolutely incredible story, so beautifully told. It is called Saved, A War Reporter's Mission to Make It Home. And I hate to spoil the ending, but he did. And uh, the book is so moving, so beautifully written uh, because it's about an incredible person who now has his very own podcast, Searching for Heroes, which you can download every Sunday at 3 p.m. Benjamin Hall, welcome back to Kennedy Saves the World. What a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Kennedy. So you have been very busy. I've seen you all over Fox. I know you have been reporting and writing, and now you're adding a multimedia platform to your milieu. Uh, so tell me about the podcast. You know, you, you were talking about my book just then, and you said that it was this journey to make it home. And that's what I thought throughout the whole book. But then what I discovered once I got home was that that was just the first chapter. And after that, what I was driven to do, what I wanted to do every second, is to go out and take the lessons that I learned, uh, to lift up the people who helped me as well. And, and that's where this podcast came from. You know, it's not just about getting home. It is taking setbacks like I had. And it's about making positive things out of them. So what this podcast is about is it's finding all the other people out there, as many people as possible, who have gone through some of the hardest things you can imagine, but have gone around and built themselves back up stronger and have gone on to incentivize and help others as a result. And it is remarkable. You know, I've spent... 15 years covering war and conflict and the worst things in life. But what I actually missed, what I learned during my own injury, is that there were so many positive things in war, more than there were negative. The, the, the brotherhood, the family, the courage, the bravery. And I think that we don't tell those stories enough. And it doesn't just happen on the battlefields. It happens at homes. It happens in every village. It happens in every community, every town, every state. There are people out there who do amazing things to keep communities strong. So that's, again, what this podcast is about. It's about finding these amazing heroes, you know, all over America. Uh, and the people who I think give America its incredible backbone and make it so strong, positive. So tell me, do you, you know, and, and as you talk about that and you talk about the heroes, there are also a lot of people in your book because it, it's really easy to give a lot of credit to uh, the surgeons and the first responders and the accidental first responders who saved your life and got you out of Ukraine, got you safely to Germany and, and got you safely to Texas. But what about the people that, that you write about so eloquently, some of the physical therapists that you work with? Are you going to interview them on the podcast? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So it's um, there will be some of the guests uh, will be people who saved me, the veterans who came and risked their lives, but also some of the physios as well. Um, those are the people right on the front lines of, re of medical recovery. They're the ones that were picking me up every day and saying, you've got this, you can do it. And every day for seven months, I was with them and we were taking this journey literally step by step together. 
and uh, and I spoke a lot to them in hospital and I would always ask about the the different kinds of patients that they had and they said many patients actually don't have real motivation they need to be given that so yes you're treating them physically but you've got to treat them mentally too and they even talked about having all the beds in the ICU units could flip directly up because there would be people who wouldn't want to get out of bed to do their physios and the physios would say right we're doing this today you've got to pull it out and they would lift the bed up so they had no choice but to actually fall out or walk out uh, because they've got to and they always laugh because they can be the kindest people but they can be some of the harshest people i mean because they've got to push you to do things that you don't want to do so the, the physios are fascinating as well and i continue to work with physios most days at the moment you know that's an ongoing ongoing thing for me so uh, yeah they'll be definitely on it as well uh it's it's pretty incredible because if if i remember from the book you were working like you know six hours a day on physical therapy how much has that changed for you like what are you well, down to? No, I mean, I, I still, I, three days a week, I'm doing three hours, and the rest wow. I'm doing one and a half, um, and I get the weekends off, but even then, I've got to do physio by myself. Um, the reason you do so much in hospital is because sitting in a hospital room for seven months is very, very boring, so I was like, sign me up for everything you've got, like, let, let's do it all, and like, and, and if... If they wanted to take me home and I wasn't exhausted, I'd say, no, no, we're doing more. I want to keep doing it. Uh, you've got to push yourself. And that's not just true in recovery. That's true in work, in family, everything you do, push yourself. Try and do something every day that you didn't do the day before. And I, only, I think that's what makes life so rewarding when you do things you didn't think you could. And your body and your mind are capable of so much more than you realize. That was that was one of my biggest takeaways from your book, but also sea spray. Um, can you reveal whether or not he is helping get people out of maybe different conflict spots in the world? Well, um, I mean, I save our allies, you know, who sea spray was with uh, have certainly been out in Israel and they have been helping a lot of people out of there. Um, I won't go into who's who or where they're all working, but uh, you know those guys, they are the world's experts, the top of this. And they did it inside government for many years and inside um, many of the services, and you know they continue to do it uh, to this day. And will you interview some of those people mm, on Searching absolutely. for Heroes? Oh, absolutely. I mean, th those guys are friends as well. So, uh, yeah, those will be fun conversations because... You know, you, you have relationships with some people like that and you can go through almost anything and you, you, you learn how to switch between right now we've got to work, we've got to get this done, we've got missions. And, you know, I help out with them however I can at the moment as well. And um, But then you've also got this real brotherhood as well and you know that you can trust these people. Like, you know, they are like family. And so that's, um, I, I think I always used to look at the military and I was embedded in the military a fair amount and I covered them as journalists and I was, always looked at them and it was always amazed at how close they were when you go into these places and partly i spent seven months on a military base being treated and i was saved by all these amazing veterans and i and i one of the greatest things is i feel like i've been given a little glimpse and become a little part of that amazing brotherhood and so it's actually been a great gift to me and so they're uh, yeah it's an honor don't go anywhere more kennedy saves the world right after this the Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. 
Would you ever want any of your daughters to join the military? Absolutely. Absolutely. Honestly, I don't think there's anything better out there. And many of the people that I interview for the podcast as well, some of them say that they were totally lost and the military got them together. Or some of them said that after the military, they were totally lost, um, you know, medically discharged. But it was the military and their brothers who came to get them out. You know, it, it teaches them hard work. It teaches them sense of working as a team. Um, and I think that not enough people give them credit. And we do at Fox all the time because we respect it. But if you go across America, there are some places that don't. And um, the way I see it, the military has saved our nation so many times. The military has saved my family so many times. It saved my father in World War II. American soldiers pulled him out of the battlefield and he was a 12-year-old boy. It effectively saved me as well. Um, I couldn't think of anything more worthy for my children to do than sign up. And and that's what's so stunning about the book is is the story about your dad's survival and yours. Uh, the parallels are, are so striking and so similar. Who... Who would you most like to interview that you haven't spoken with yet? What kind of a story as someone who has survived and really triumphed, but also someone who has covered the world as a journalist, um, who would you like to speak to that you haven't spoken to yet? Well, there are a couple of people specifically, and actually I plan to start reaching out to see if I can find them. Um, on... When I left Longstool and I was very badly injured and I was flying across to San Antonio, I was on the C-17 and I was in one of the darkest places. And there was this one soldier on there who kind of saw me and I was on this flat stretcher and I, I was on a whole lot of drugs and I was hallucinating. And, um, and he came over and he just, he chatted to me for a little bit and he just said, um, just fill me full of confidence. And, uh, he was special forces and he was coming back and, uh, he was this amazing glimmer of hope at a time when I thought all was gone. And he came over and I thought he was going to, you know, thought he was going to attack me because I was in this paranoid world. And he just showed me this incredible glimpse of hope and wonder. And from then on, the journey turned. And I don't know who he is. And he came out and he, he actually gave me some candy, you know, small little things. But I was going down to San Antonio near the southern coast. He was going... Uh, southern border he was going right up to the northern border he said he came from the middle of nowhere and he said don't worry man guys like you and i you know we come from the edges we live on the edges but we're forever bonded and um i i don't know i, I want to find out who he is and i know the plane that i came over on there are a bunch of people on it so i'm trying to reach out and find out <laughs> who he might be so that's who i want to interview and the thing is i don't just want to interview the political leaders you know or generals this podcast are about the people in everyday life, people in our communities who do amazing things. So that's what I'm looking for rather than just, um, you, know, you know, the well-known, uh, well-known people. And the dogs who save us, Benjamin, the dogs we have as family members and the ones who work in uh, rehabilitation facilities who give people just an unspoken sense of love and belonging. And that was also one of my favorite stories in your book. Yeah, the the first time that I cried, that I really bawled my eyes out, was with a dog. And I was in San Antonio at the Brook Army Medical Center. I'd been in ICU for oh, probably a month because I couldn't move at first at all. And one of my first trips out of my room, they wheeled me out and I was in the, in this physio gym. And this therapy dog came up and it dropped a ball in my hand. 
and I threw the ball to the end of the physio and, it, and just like my dog at home, it ran, picked it up, brought it back. And that was the first moment because I'd been living in this kind of dream world in the ICU where I was, didn't, I'd forgotten what the world was like. You, you cut off and that brought home all those feelings of home and it reminded me up close, you know, and I just, just couldn't stop crying. And it was one of the few times that it just came out and but it wasn't sad. It was just a release. And it was over this dog. And um, even today, you know, my dog is with me all the time when I'm at home. And uh, th uh, they just, what is that? They remind you of their, their, their family, you know? So, yeah, so dogs, dogs as well. They're a little harder to interview. But if there's anyone <laughs> who can do it, yeah. you're the man. <laughs> All right, Searching for Heroes, you can get it every Sunday on Fox News Podcast. Uh, Benjamin, Merry Christmas to you and your family. Have a beautiful holiday. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I know you've got at least one more book in you. I cannot wait to read it. I, I'm, it, it, I am writing it at the moment, Kennedy. Knew I'm it. writing it at the moment. Nailed it. Uh, all right. You're the best. Continued health and success. Thank you, my friend. Thanks to you too, Kennedy. Thanks. Have a this has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.